we're going to talk this morning for opening your mouth and speak. This has been uh, on my heart, and I was uh, just going through some scripture, this uh, thinking about the power of the mouth. And in the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 10 and 11, King James says, with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Father, we thank you for this word now. Let this word be revealed in our hearts and mind. Let it bring about a change in our lives and let us be charged, challenged, and changed by your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. The most powerful member in our body is our tongue. With the tongue, we bring things into being. The Apostle James put it this way in the book of James, chapter 3, verses 3 through 8. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ship, which though they be so great, are driven and forced wind, yet are they turned about with a very small helm. Whatsoever the governor this, even so the tongue is a little member and boasts its great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindles. And so, though the tongue is small, it is that valuable member that we have. Um, the enemy sometimes shames us and make us not want to say something because we think if I say it, I might be embarrassed. But I want you to just open up your mouth and say what God has given you. No matter what you say that you believe, if you're not saying anything, nothing is happening. But I encourage you to do what the man of God did. When Jesus came to him, he brought his son to Jesus and he said, uh, Lord, can you heal my son? And the first thing Jesus asked him was, do you believe? This man cried out with tears and said, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. The thing that the devil is trying to make us see is we got to be all of that perfect. No, but we are in the flesh and we do make mistakes, but the heart is what God is looking at. This man got his miracle, amen, because he opened his mouth and said he believed. We note the scripture when God wanted something done. He didn't, this whirlwind and everything, God spoke. He used his mouth. Note the scripture in the book of Genesis, chapter number one, verses three through five. And God said, let there be light and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning was the first day. God, look in Genesis 1 and 6. This is the first chapter of the book of Genesis. 
that look how many times in this one chapter the Bible say God said, God said. All right. The sixth verse says, and God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters." The ninth verse says, and God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. Amen. One in eleven. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herbs yielding seed and the fruit trees yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. The 14th verse. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Look at verse number 20. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creatures that have life and fowls that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. All right, 24th verse in, God said, let the earth bring forth the living creatures after its kind, cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth after its kind, and it was so. 26th verse, and God said, let us make man in our image. Notice how many times it says, and God said, what is he doing? He opening his mouth and he's speaking. Amen. So we see here in the scripture, we are imitators of God. If you want to find out how something is done, imitate God. And this is what he says, that we would notice that he said it, he saw it, and he called it. And so let me tell you that a lot of times you can't see it with the natural eye. But if you say it, you are going to see it. But you've got to say it first and then you will see it. And then you can call it in the precious name of Jesus. The book of Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, the apostle, the apostle Paul said, said, we have the same spirit of faith according as it's written. I believe and therefore have I what? spoken. We also believe and therefore, what? Speak. I know that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. If you are not saying anything, you are not believing anything. So you just sit in the corner, just be quiet, but nothing is going to happen Open your mouth. The power is in your mouth. In the book of Luke chapter 17, this is what Jesus said. And the Lord said, if ye have faith of a grain of mustard seed. Now, you don't have to have a truckload of faith. Faith as a grain of mustard seed. Ye might say unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea and it shall obey you. See, when you speak, your words are going to be obeyed just like God's word is going to be obeyed. Nature, everything is subject to us. We are small G gods. We are made in his image to carry out his will in the earth. We are designed to believe 
what we see. We have a saying, seeing is believing, all right? The problem is, uh, without the revelation of the Holy Spirit, amen, we are blind. We need that revelation. This is the reason why the Paul in the, the book of Ephesians chapter 1, note verse 15 through 20, we're doing quite a bit of reading today, amen, but we need to get that word in us. He says, therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks to you, giving thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being lightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saint. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, Lord, who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. What the Holy Spirit is revealing to you. See what happened in when, when, when Adam and Eve sinned against God. They exchanged wisdom for knowledge. God had given them wisdom. You knew they had wisdom because they were able to name every creature that God brought before them. But they Satan tricked them into trying to get some knowledge. You shall know as the most high God knows. So what we want to do, we when the Holy Spirit reveals something to you, and I'm going to tell you, in my uh, walk with God, God had revealed some stuff to me that was ridiculous. I didn't have the money in my pocket. I didn't have the education. I didn't have the connection. But I just said it. At the first time you say it, it might, say, might not say it too loud. You might say, and God said, come on your breath. But I tell you, if you can just open your mouth and say it, because that means I believe in God and God will start revealing that thing to you. Then you're ready to scream, holler and run. Amen. And when you start saying it, don't stop saying it. Keep on saying it. The word of your mouth will be manifested. The words of your mouth will be manifested. Don't just say it in your heart. You need to say it so you can hear it. Amen. Are you are you uh, too afraid to trust God? Let me tell you, he will bring it to pass because he is God. And he has to honor his word because he said it. Jeremiah put it this way in Jeremiah 1.12. He says, I will hasten my word to perform it. So when God says something, he's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do. I will hasten my word to perform it. Amen. So we'll come face to face with ourselves during this uh, epidemic that we are going through. And amen. We might have seen some stuff about ourselves that we don't like. But let me tell you what. If something is there, let's imitate God. Let's go back to that book of Genesis again. In, uh, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. I want you to notice what the sequence is here, what God did. He said, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. 
And then verse two say, and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of the Lord moved on the face of the waters. Now, you know, God didn't make a mess. So something had happened that had caused the world to come in such a chaotic condition. It might be, and I'm saying this because some of us have some stuff in our lives. We didn't cause it, but all of a sudden it seemed as if hell has broke loose in our life. Let me tell you, that's not the time to run in a corner and hide. Open your mouth and start speaking. But notice what the, the scripture says here in verse three. And God said, God did what? Said, let there be light and there was light. Let me tell you, you can speak to your situation. Amen. Don't worry about trying to get this done, get that other. Just speak to it. Speak the word only. And as you speak the word, amen, God is a God of his word, amen. He will honor his word. He cannot lie. He will honor his word, amen. But if you don't form it in your mouth and speak it out, don't expect no miracle. But if you can form the word in your mouth and speak it out, you can expect a miracle. Use your mouth. You don't have to go out and get a pistol. <laughs> Use your mouth. Amen. Your mouth is a two-edged sword. Speak that word out of your mouth and see God work for you. As Sister Danielle said during the Bible study, amen, on Wednesday, so many times we have people who have done things to us. Amen. And, and all of this stuff is just to get your attention. They can see what God is doing in your life. They can see that God is going to do some great things for you. You might not be able to see it but they can see it. Amen. They can see it. And uh, so what they do is say stuff to you. They are sick themselves and they are trying to make you sick. But I want to tell you to stick with the word of God. You got great things in you. Great things will come forth from you. And because of that, the only thing you need to do is speak to those conditions. Amen. And we'll see God doing great things. You know, I was when I wake this morning, the law revealed to me that the thing that really caused sin in the world to begin with is uh, Satan made Adam and Eve feel less than. Yes. God is taking advantage of you yes. and started feeling less than. And because of this, they listened to him. Eve didn't have a good uh, handle on the word of God because when Satan said, uh, you can't eat of the tree, she said, notice what Satan said, Satan said, you can't eat of the trees in the garden, uh, you know, of some of the trees in the garden. And what he did made him think about all this other stuff that was going on. And then Eve turns around and said, uh, God said, don't eat of it and don't touch it. Well, see, he didn't add to the scripture. So what we want to do is get a good handle on the scripture, find out exactly what God says, and you say what God have told you. And I tell you the best way to get over some of the stuff that people have trying to put on you, write them a letter and thank them for the yes. dirt they're putting on you. Yes. Why? Every seed need dirt to grow. <laughs> 
So rather than trying to straighten out, you can't straighten that thing out because all they want to do is get your attention and tie your tongue. But if you can just write them a note and say, thank you so much. I don't mean try to uh, belittle them or anything else. Genuinely from your heart, write a note and thank them for what they've done and see God work for you. He'll work for you in a mighty way. You'll get what you want a much quicker that way. And guess what happened that brought sin in the world? Sin came into the world because what Satan did caused Abel to compare himself with Cain. Now, Cain compared himself with Abel, rather. And what he said was this, God think more of Abel than he do of me. Can you see that? But he is the one that's doing the comparing. So the first murder that took place, took place because of comparison. And so what Cain was doing was comparing himself. God, look at him. He expect, he, he respect his sacrifice. And as a result of that, he slew his brother. But what you got to know is God loves you. You are good enough. Amen. What you got is good enough. Don't pay attention to those little small details. Maybe your mouth might be a little bit wide. Your nose might be a little bit narrow. Whatever it is, it's all right. God has made you perfect. You have a time in the sun, so get ready for it and keep on proclaiming what God has done. Say like David said, I am fiercely made. God has made me the way I should be and start praising God for who you are. Don't let people pull you off in these emotional fits, trying to compare yourself. Paul said in the book of, I think it's 2 Corinthians, amen, where uh, probably I think it's uh, somewhere in there. I don't know, but God, 12 and 10, somewhere in there. He said, comparing yourselves among yourself is not wise. So when you start comparing yourself among yourself, that's not a wise thing to do. So don't worry about that. Amen. Just let the Lord have his way in your life. So what you want to do is find a scripture and keep that meditating on that scripture that God can bless your life and you can be what he wants you to be. Amen. So then what we want to do is do what Joshua did in the book of Joshua, chapter one, verse eight and nine. The King James says, this book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. But then shall thou make thy way prosper. Do what? Make thy way. You can make your way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thy goeth. And I like it in the God and God's word translation. He said, "Never stop reciting these teachings. <laughs> Keep on saying it. Open your mouth and say it. Amen. Say it's gonna rain when you step out there and have rain in a whole week, and <laughs> you need some rain." Sun shining, 95 degrees, say it's going to rain <laughs> because it's the promise. You don't have to see it, but I see it in faith. God has given me a revelation. 
Amen. This is what he said, God's word. Never stop reciting these teachings. You must think about them night and day so that you will fulfill, do everything written in them. Only then will you prosper and succeed. I have commanded you, be strong and courageous. Don't tremble or be terrified because the Lord your God is with you whithersoever you go. Amen. This text, God is with you. This say it, God is with me. Say it, God is with me. Who can do anything against me? God is with me. All right. Jeremiah said this in Jeremiah 15, 16. He said that thy word was found and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy of and rejoicing of my heart. I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. Psalms 37, 29, I like this one. Amen. This is what it said. The good get planted in good lane and put down healthy roots. But look what else it said, 30. Righteous choose on wisdom like a dog on a bone. <laughs> Chew on it, amen. Rolling virtue around in his, on his tongue. His heart pumpeth God's word like blood through the vein. His feet is as sure as a cat. The wicked set a watch for the righteous. He's out for the kill. God alert is also on watch. Wicked won't hurt a hair of his head. So don't worry about the wicked. It might look like he's getting close to you, but he will not hurt a hair on your head. Isn't God good? Amen. Uh, looking for God to do something for you. Amen. We can just say the word, speak the word, speak the word, speak it in authority and see God do some great things for us. Your tongue can be used for good or evil, but make sure you use your tongue in the right way. Your tongue is powerful. The book of Proverbs says this, Proverbs 6 and 2, thou art snared by the words of thy mouth, thou art taken by the words of thy mouth. And then we start looking at how God handles things. When he handled things, he spoke. Note the beginning in this creation, the earth being without form, darkness moved on the face of the earth. God didn't cause this great catastrophe that happened. I believe, uh, historian believe that this is when Satan was cast out of heaven. But everything was just chaotic and God spoke to it and everything came into being. And so we can do the same thing. You didn't cause the problem in your life, but it's there. Do what your father did. Speak to these conditions and see God deliver you and bring you out. And the book of Hebrews 11 and 3 says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were formed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. What we want to do is study the scripture and we're going to frame our world. 
frame the world that you want to live in. Frame it. Frame it. How are you going to frame it? By the word of my mouth. I will not let the word depart from me. I'm going to say it whether I feel it or not. I'm going to say it. See, on your darkest day, that's when you need to talk about light. Yes. Whatever you concentrate on and you talk about people talking about you. Like, yeah, let me tell you what. If you talk about people talking about you, it's going to grow. You might have had six people talking. If you keep on talking about it, 12, 16, and 18. Why? Because Satan has said, ah, oh, they can't stand that. But the Bible said in Matthew 5, he said, when they should say all manners of evil against you falsely for my name's sake, it's not enough to just to walk away. He said, be rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. So we want to uh, use our time to be able to speak to circumstances, speak to things that's around us, and we're going to see some miracles happening. And I felt this down in my spirit that if the people of God would just speak, amen, God is uh, God is going to do some great things. He's already doing some great things. And we're going to see even greater things as we use our mouth. I was just walking and God said, my people are not speaking. They are not speaking. Amen. And when you speak, all of the healings was done, was done through speaking. When Peter then was out there on the ocean and the wind was about to look like it was swallow the boat, Jesus stood up and spoke to the wind. Yes. If I'm his child, if he can speak to the wind, I can speak to the wind. I speak to the winds in your life now. And I say, wind, stop blowing. Peace, be still. Amen. And as we focus our hearts and our mind on the word of God, amen, we're going to find God doing great things for us. Let all the foolishness go. Just let it all go. Concentrate on who you are and whose you are in Christ Jesus. Do you not know why you are sitting around miracles that should be taking place is not taking place? Why? Because the agent, you are the agent of God and you are worrying about what people say about you. Amen. This key, like that, I think it was somebody was saying they had put a, a, a horse in there, a mule in the well and they kept throwing dirt on top of him. But the, every time they throw a shovel of dirt on it, the mule just got him walk. Stepped on top of that, stepped on top of that. The next thing you know, he was walking out of the well. Why? Because when people throw stuff on you, step on it and let that put you up a little bit higher in Christ Jesus. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you what, if you don't have any uh, adversity, you're not going anywhere. We are forcing our way. That's why God gave you the Holy Ghost. He didn't give you the Holy Ghost to set around. No. He said, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come. It's time for us to get out of our power and get into the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Where well, we can start rejoicing in God. You put the demons in their place by obeying the word of God. While you're there, get away from your Facebook, your Instagram. Get, some, get away from that foolishness. See if you can get a, a scripture each day and meditate on that scripture. And as you meditate on that scripture, that scripture, chew on it like a dog chewing on bone. 
that is going to elevate you in Christ Jesus. You're going to find yourself in Christ Jesus doing great and marvelous things in him. And remember, when you are out of place, there is a miracle that is not happening. Why? Because you are out of your place. God loves you. He knew who you were and what you was going to do before he called you. But he called you anyhow. You are somebody. Amen. And what you need to do is stop those hellhounds by opening your mouth and giving God the praise. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Praise him. Give him glory. We're going to come out of this thing. Amen. Uh, I think uh, Sister Danielle was saying, hey, right now, we people are getting homes and cars and jobs, promotion. Why? In the midst of this. Why? This when God's people shine. In the midst of these catastrophes that's happening, God's people shine and they will come out as pure gold. So God bless you. Amen. Open your mouth. Starts speaking. Call somebody. Text somebody. Put a word out there and see if God won't do it. His word will not fall to the ground. This is what he said in Isaiah. My word shall not return unto me void, but it shall prosper in the thing wherefore I have sent it. Speak a word out there. Let God bring manifestation in your life. May I say this? I don't care what you've done, how many times you've done it. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can know him today. You can't do so much that God can't forgive you and wash you and make you whole again. Some of you that have been saved and you've done some stuff you shouldn't have done and you've counted yourself out. Open your mouth to the Lord Jesus Christ. Confess your faults, your sins towards him. Let's get back in the game. Amen. Open your mouth. Confess your sin. Let God wash you. Forsake, confess and forsake your sin. And God can use you again in his kingdom. Open your mouth and speak. You are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of the mouth. But not only that, but you are delivered by the words of your mouth. Let God bless you. We're expecting for this to be another week of complete victory in Christ Jesus. Victory. Say it at the beginning of the week. This will be a week of victory. The pipes just broke in the kitchen, but this shall be a week of victory. Got some bad news in the mailbox. This shall be a week of victory. Open your mouth and proclaim what God will do for you on this week. Amen. In Jesus' name. And as we were saying, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, amen. The Bible says if you believe and if you can confess, Amen. The Lord Jesus, you shall be saved. Open your mouth and let God know, Lord, I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. But I trust you as my Lord and my Savior. Come into my life. Wash away my sins and fill me with your Holy Spirit. And he will take you in. And he will deliver you and he'll save you. If you prayed that prayer, contact us. Amen. At Redeemed Assembly of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
2200 Fairfax Avenue, Richmond, Virginia. And we are looking to hear from you. May God bless you is our prayer in Jesus' name.